Good Hello. evening, November Foxtrot. We're alive. Sorry we're late. Um, we're trying to get Lance into the, Lance the chat. Um, we seem to be having a few teething problems. Um, so I'm just sending him the link on every possible device. Because we've had so much time off, he's forgotten what <laughs> we're doing. How is everybody doing? Well, apparently there's a lot of we're late, but you're all sending these messages at eight o'clock. So, no, we're not late. <laughs> Rain it in. Uh, Lance's laptop is having a few issues, so he will join us in a little bit. How, how, is, how are you, Andy? Uh, I'm feeling a lot better. How are you feeling? I am still feeling rubbish. Are you? Um, I think the, the real crux of it was I was re-watching the last episode we did and... Uh, James from Defiant was like, oh, Mike still looks tired from, from the weekend. I think I was thinking I was starting to come down with it at that point. Um, it has properly wiped me out. It's been an absolute nightmare. It's been um, horrid, hasn't it? Yeah, it's not been fun at all. Ah, uh, all right. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Sorry, James, I'm, reading, no. I'm reading messages from Lance at the same time. I'm trying to help him out. Um, Lance, I've also Facebooked you the link, if that helps. Um Anyway, hi, Marky yes. Mark. Hi, Philip Dunn. Fresh Meat. Uh, Andrew Taylor. John McLaughlin. Kieran. Rooftop Rambo. Kenny Rebel. Defiant Events. Terry. Matthew McCarthy. Les. Daniel. James. Will. Rage. Hello, hello. Welcome hello. back. We're here. Woo! Half oh. of us. Half of us? Yeah, half of us. No, not over I'm half. I'm still feeling it? rough. I can, I can feel it. I don't know if it, it's coming across you in look, my, uh, you look my sexy... Though. I look like you. you look attractive. You don't look like you've been ill. Do I look like I'm still ill? Mm. <laughs> oh, hi, Danny. Welcome back. And Danny, happy birthday, by the way, for the other day. Oh, um, happy birthday. For another year. <laughs> Defiant Fanfare. says Operation. Oh, Machiavellian broke. Machiavellian. I can't pronounce that. Broke no foe. They had to take time off, and Andy only showed up for 30 minutes. Uh, it was 15, actually. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. It was a great yeah, event. Andy, do, do you want to just talk minutes. about your bit, Andy, as to why you, you struggled? Oh, mine. My my Machiavellian event was amazing. So on the Friday, um, we uh, got a machine stuck in the pipes. Um, and I was on my way, packed and ready to go. And I was halfway up the motorway and then got a phone call saying you're the only one with the uh, confined space qualification. We need you to come back and get out our multi-million pound bit of equipment. And I was like, great. <laughs> yeah. And then I, and then I was there because we were blocking one of London's major sewer ways. Uh, so yeah, didn't wait, didn't get home until about five o'clock Saturday morning. Thought I'd have a kip. Slept all the way through till about 10 o'clock. <laughs> and then I was like, right, I'll just turn up Saturday morning. Turned up Saturday morning. And unfortunately, the way the game had uh, turned out was that it was only about half an hour of a bit of a black left. Not blaming anyone at all. It's just the way things worked out. Um, but then went and had lunch with um, Lance and Mike. Yeah. At, at services. Which was quite pleasant. Which was very pleasant. And then we all fell ill. Probably from the services. That was my that was my <laughs> event. I, I, James, I did not do a feedback form just to let you know. 
No, well, um, we'll talk about the event more when Lance is here because I know that he is super keen. Yeah, he's uh, super, super he's, keen. He's probably he's, he's raging just, right now. And he's, he's probably, probably raging right now. Um, <laughs> I was going to roll into the news as well, but unfortunately, he's got most of the he's news items. He's got a load. He's got um, all the news items because I bought nothing. <laughs> while I was yeah, here. well, I've got a couple of things that we can maybe... I don't know how long he's going to be. Um, let's roll into the news. And we'll, and we'll, we'll do two new segments. We'll do, we'll we do Lance's news. <laughs> we'll do Lance. I News. So, in the news this week that I saw, um, a couple of websites have gone down that are airsoft related. So, there's a few um, airsoft kind of secondhand stores um, that are, uh, it doesn't look like they've paid their license, basically. So, if you are struggling with a f uh, some of these uh, airsoft shops or anything online and you're, you're trying to sort of get rid of secondhand pews, um, uh, it's possible that they just haven't paid the license, um, which is not a particularly exciting bit of news, but I thought it was interesting at oh. least. Who? Which companies? We can name them. Uh, this Who was, uh, I think it was Used Airsoft. All right. Um, was the one that I came across. There was another one that somebody was talking about in the chat as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> one one product that I did want to talk about briefly, um, and I'd be interested if anyone has either used this or, or sort of something similar. Is um, these you know these electronically heated uh, jackets and oh, things? Oh, you're you weird. Buy. So yeah, so there's a there's a company on Kickstarter that are trying to kind of drum up business for their uh, electronically heated stuff sack, mm. um, which. The premise of that is, is that you can obviously store bits of kit in there to dry out. And obviously, you know, if you've got wet kit that you, you kind of want to give a chance to dry out while it's packed, um, that was that was one use for it. But the, the other use as well is that you can fold it out and use it as a thermal um, sort of aid when you're sleeping and sort of just tuck yourself away with it in your sleeping bag. And it helps just provide a little bit of extra warmth. Um, I don't know if anyone's used anything like that. I must admit... Um, there was a couple of times at the last event where it got proper chilly and it would have been nice to have <laughs> yeah. a sort of heated blanket um, instead of having to cuddle up to the, the guys next to me, which was just as good. Um, but it would be interesting to see if anyone uses any sort of electronic heating devices. So if you have and you're in the chat yeah. at the moment, let us know. I'd be interested to know what you, what you use. Um, Do you use anything I... like that, Andy? No, no, I'll just put extra layers on or freeze. That's... I got oh I bought electric hand warmers that apparently last for forty eight mm -hmm. hours, um, but I never got to try them. <laughs> so they're still charged, <laughs> sitting in my bag that is still fully packed from Machiavellian, which is really annoying. But yeah, I haven't used them, but they look good. They're about yay big, a bit bigger than penis size. See, James, James is saying an electric blankie for Milsim. Oh, bless. I'm not talking about having an electric <laughs> blanket per se, but the, the thing I was thinking about was, um, and we'll, we'll come on to this in a little bit, but the the OP that we had set up uh, was very exposed. So if you had something that you could lay out and then subsequently lay on, um, it would allow you to stay in that position for longer. Uh, I know James is always like, you know, hardcore Milsim, you've got to be as fucking uncomfortable as possible. And that's the only way that you can have fun. <laughs> um, I disagree slightly on that concept. Uh, but ultimately, you know, it's it, if it makes it a little bit more bearable, then it means that you're able to focus more on what you're doing instead of 
Um, you know, just trying to keep the cold out. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, it's a company called Hot Pocket, uh, and it is apparently it's designed to give warmth with one click. It's a multifunctional camp heater that weighs a few ounces and recharges with solar batteries. Oh, solar charges, sorry. So, hmm. uh, uh, Kenny says if it's heat controllable, would be good for storage of gas mags overnight. John just said it's called a roll mat. <laughs> yeah, granted, granted, a roll mat would do the same thing. I do, I do appreciate that. Um, oh, it was just an idea. Although, on, show me some although talking, talking, <laughs> talking about roll mats as in general, has anyone else on Facebook or um, Instagram been inundated by that Kilios Kilos inflatable ground mat? I think uh, I sent you a link. Kilios, uh, yeah. Where it's the where it just seems to be everywhere. I'm just wondering, has anyone actually bought one yet? Because it looks like it could be quite good. I haven't. Um, I do have the link now constantly pop up. Yeah. Um, like all the time, every advert, it's on. And I was sorry, just wondering on. if anyone. Sorry, Razor said, so you want a solar powered heated jacket and you don't see why we would have to mock you. All right. First off, it's not a heated jacket, <laughs> it's a stuff sack. So it's designed for you to put things in and it keeps those things warm. Uh, for example, drying out wet kit, for example. I thought that would be quite a useful thing. Um, but having mm -hmm. the other ability that it's multi-purpose on that front because it folds out and you could subsequently use it as a heater, I didn't see as a negative thing. Apparently, everyone on Milson's proper hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That was really weird. I should never do inverted quotes on the word hard, but yeah. double A-R-D. Hard. Mm. Yeah. Kevin says, remember, fail to prepare is preparing protect, preparing to fail. Predating Predating. To fail. Preparing to fail. Um, oh, here we go. Rage has got a comment on those mats. He says they're shit. My mate bought one. His kid jumped on it and it, when it was inflated in the seam split. Apparently. No. Yep. No, that's fine. Yeah, it was just that they just seem to be getting more and more popular on the adverts. And I was like, well. Mm. No, I, I, I know I keep getting the adverts because had... I, I say I think it's because you linked them to me. Um, ha. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. We Thanks can all that. share that. We all share the pain. <laughs> you can get rid of them. Um, you can get rid of adverts. You can hit the little cross. In the top right hand corner yeah but it hides all the random wish advert ones that i get as well which i genuinely don't know how i get some of those so mm. um i get some they go off your wish. browser history they do no they don't <laughs> they definitely oh, don't oh they definitely do mine do <laughs> i had an egg fryer and <laughs> i don't really eat fry eggs but i enjoy looking at food okay nick says <laughs> i have an infrared heated body warmer quite thin and warm normally use and use a power pack to heat if required kept in the car for emergencies so uh oh rage says it's like those bearskin jackets they just have good marketing yeah <laughs> right james so james has said he'll be, re he'll be recharging his electric blankie off of the laptop batteries from all the laptops that defiant issues out so james, james <laughs> and, and defiant they run a, a feedback form after every event and the feedback form includes the box what could defiant do better um with this event and i was you know i was fairly open and honest with it and and to be fair i even put my name on the anonymous feedback form yeah it's meant to be anonymous so it's meant to be anonymous but you know ultimately <laughs> if, if if james is asking for my feedback i'm going to give him my feedback and be honest and open about it um but in the particular tasking that we had being a sort of a, a recce recon style event 
there was a lot of emphasis on the collection of information and data. And mm -hmm. I suggested that it would be quite useful having sort of a, a tablet or some sort of like mechanism in place to allow more electronic sharing of data because the, the way that we were having to do it, uh, and, it and to be fair, it worked fine, um, but it was writing down the information on paper with a pencil um, and then so subsequently taking a picture, so taking a picture of that and then and send, submitting that over WhatsApp. Um, and I thought it'd be quite a cool thing if, if, and I'm not. I appreciate there's a cost aspect to this, and you know James's point is that ultimately, if the if the stuff gets damaged or fucked up, then that's a waste of money. Um, but I, I thought it'd be quite a cool thing if you had the ability that you could you could do a little bit more like electronic interface rather than just relying on WhatsApp. Because I always think, you know, WhatsApp's good, and it's obviously um, a system that's that's out there and used. Um, I mean, especially for op four roles and bits and pieces like that, sort of submitting information across that. Uh, but I can't imagine a lot of NATO forces using WhatsApp. Maybe they do. Maybe I'm I'm, I'm a bit naive. Um, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with the, the way that it worked, but it was just a suggestion. And then James went on his high horse about how he hasn't got enough money to supply laptops to everybody. Otherwise, he'd be supplying thermal and night vision and tanks and heated accommodation and all of that. Um, so... Oh, Lance's computer appears to have completely died. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully you'll be getting on soon. He's got a phone. Um, he could jump on his phone. Just saying, Lance. Adapt and overcome. Marky <laughs> uh, um, Mark says, yes, Andy, I've had a few ads pop up, but I put that down to the fact I've been looking at that sort of stuff and assumed it was targeted ads. Mm -hmm. um, Rage says, Thermarest are, in my humble opinion, the best ground mats you can get. Oh, Thermarest are lovely. Uh, Daniel says, "Eat baked beans for dinner, and then you get your own warm air blower." <laughs> yeah. I hear that was a thing, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading Rages. Uh, he says, "To be fair, we didn't use WhatsApp as we were too busy in our electric blankets." <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm bringing the bringing the channel into. You're bringing. Again. You are, aren't you? I know, I know. Shall we? Um, shall we start talking about? Uh, we'll, we'll mix the show up a little bit. So tonight we're going to be talking about specialist roles in Milsim, as well as doing a debrief. Um, <laughs> oh, here he is! Hey, <laughs> here he is! Hello. Right? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> Hey! To find, I've just said Lance's laptop is fucked up. They should definitely, definitely issue you a new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need a new, uh, I need a new tough book, please. Thank you. Oh, mate, don't ever not load your laptop up for three weeks because that is a massive <laughs> yeah. ball lake. I opened WhatsApp on my laptop and it was like, "How are we? What it time was... are we convoying up to Op Mac?" And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> And I was like, oh no, it's got to go all the way. So I literally sat here watching WhatsApp going, bing, 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 from the, whenever it was until now. And I was so, yeah, do apologise for my tardiness. Yeah, I did particularly enjoy the fact you kept asking us for the link. And we're sitting here looking at it for the links in there at nine times. Yeah. I was sitting there going, lads, can I have the link, please? And then I got a picture of you put poppies really poorly. I was like, hang on a minute, you sent that the other day. And then that's when I tweaked. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> These messages are well old. My computer's got to catch up for about nine days. <laughs> but yeah, all good now. All right. 
Um, we kind of haven't semi really finished the news, so do you want to launch into what your purchases are and the things you've been making, Lance? Yeah, because you bought okay, half right, the yeah. world. No, you've been super keen. So you, super, you've got uh, all right. the news. <laughs> Ian won. So, okay, I bought a, uh, okay, right, let's do this really quickly. I bought some paracord, yeah, because that's to top up some other bits of gold. I've got some hand warmers and toe warmers there, then. I've got some seam this seal. Like generation for, this is great, yeah, this is brilliant. Seam seal going. for sealing up seams. I've got um, some new front grip hand guard rails mounts for my uh, DMR, that's that. Um, use that up, Max hand warmer, brilliant. Love that. There's the green bit for it. Uh, got a cuddly got? toy. <laughs> got a, I got a new yoke from Kit Pest for my webbing. I got um, some JJ's utility pouches. I got a uh, rollout dump pouch from Kit Pest, which is actually really good. <clears throat> <laughs> Hang on, there it is. There it is. There's the dump pouch there. Got that. Um, anything else on there? No, that's that. Um, Eight kilogram weight plates in my chest rig, and I've got a new Lovely. Texas patch on the front, so it's really heavy. Ooh. It's the Texas patch. That's what it is. You could hear that when that hit the ground. Another patch there as well. Got two for one. Lovely, and I've and I've done the zip on my bivy bag. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. End of the show now. Oi. Right, see you later. God. <laughs> Waited 15 minutes for that. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I've got a few bits done. <laughs> been, been keeping myself busy, chats. Keeping myself busy whilst YouTube been poorly. Oh, yeah. Oh, you are now. It's you nice to be back. back. <laughs> it is nice to be back, isn't it? Hello, everybody. I, I feel we've been away longer than just a week off. Does, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel. Well, but it, it does. It, it feels, does feel like, like ages. Like my my laptop made it feel like it was years. <laughs> yeah, years. <laughs> oh, I remember having this conversation months ago. Yeah. <laughs> like Mike's lost his mind. He's sending the same message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, all good, all good. Yes. Oh, and um, someone actually did ask quickly. This is how good my memory is. Someone actually did ask, and I think it was Legion Mike when we had him on, was whether they still did Soldier Magazine. And this is January's issue, 2023. So yes, they do still do Soldier Magazine. Mike, if you are watching or listening, yeah. is that not the same copy that we discussed a couple of episodes ago? Yeah, that is the copy I got with yeah, my smock jacket. But uh, Mike yeah, said, but "Oh, good God!" So have you not signed up for it to be regular? No, I don't. I, I don't think I can handle subscriber. it. To be honest, I've got more than enough in this book to be getting on with. <laughs> and I mean. Kit and information, Mike. Before you yeah, I mean the <laughs> awkward rub of the front cover, wasn't it? That yeah, was really weird. that was a bit. It was the dumbbell. <laughs> it <Yeah>. was the <laughs> like that dumbbell. Is that we... Nice. Is that what you call it? <laughs> no comment, Your Honour. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right. So let's 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 wrap it back to Operation. We're gonna whack a whack. Oh, I thought you were gonna do. You spent all that time finding an end of the news. That's oh. the end of the news. That's the end of the news. <laughs> That's going to be our official end of news music. News. And we've well, no, ended <laughs> now. Do it again quickly. <laughs> and that's the end of the news. There you go. Oh, hang on. I'm a bit slow. There it is. <laughs> As you can see, long run, it's a long run from the news studio back to here. You know, back oh, to the dungeon. This is chaos. This episode. Next week back we'll be dungeon. more professional. This is uh, getting back into no, the swing of things. <laughs> we probably won't. Um, so, uh, Defiant's recent event. Uh, I'm going yes. to defer a yes. lot to Lance on this because obviously we, we've discussed that Andy was stuck down a sewer. Andy had a nice drive. Of... <laughs> how, was, how was the drive? How was the drive to Norfolk for you, Andy, and back again? Lovely. It wasn't that far actually. It only took an hour. That's not bad. What was really? your favourite part? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, if you had to stop at any services. particular services. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what about oh, what mate? About, what about mate at the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the loop. Yeah. If you it had to be there, no one knows what we're on about, so just no, don't worry yeah. about that. No, <laughs> we need to work quickly. Someone... There was a man that came out of the toilet while like we were having... Is it Ponk? With, Ponk? with purpose. He came out of the toilet with yeah. purpose, didn't he? So, has anyone seen the Ponk video uh, where that Russian cartoon character walks like that with the three of them? Which is that video that I showed. <laughs> that Little was him. cashier like that, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was mental, wasn't it? We, would, we stopped just... on the way after the op for a quick bite to eat at services, and this guy just came out the, the toilets. All he needed was a cloud of smoke behind him and Matthew Kelly, stars in her eyes. But, <laughs> mate, yeah. he'd come out of there with purpose, like, and he knew where he was going. Yeah. This is I've been here, and I need to get there, and I'm going. I've been for a poo. I've been I've for been... a poo. <laughs> <laughs> My mum loves me because she thinks I'm the best. <laughs> It was us at the services taking the piss out of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had to stay on site a bit longer for Andy's sake more than anything. Me and Mike wanted yeah. to get home. We were knackered, but we, we felt terrible for Andy. Op <laughs> <laughs> Macarena, right. Op Macarena. Op McDonald's started on uh, Friday night. Um, we obviously rocked up. We, we turned up, I think, about half five. Yeah, just, it was just dark so yeah about half five ish yeah. yes so we've got cool. our kick together um and the immediate tasking uh that i say that we, we have already said this but the, the concept of the event um was more of like a, an intel gathering exercise um so it wasn't your kind of more classic shooty shooty type milsim um it was like a force on force type thing this was more of a um uh, blue four basically putting uh, ops in place establishing um, sort of proper Overwatch positions, gathering information, reporting out information back, building up packages um, in terms of taskings, uh, assault packages, and stuff like that, which mm -hmm. were then sort of carried out at sort of more strategic points later in the event. Um, with yeah. a bigger, I mean, this, of, this, uh, this, I think this op was very much a, a build up to the second part, which is I think it's in August. Moral, uh, maybe. Yeah. Define sure. or correct me, but yeah, I think this is like the initial boots on the ground, building up target packages and that for a future op, if you like. So, um, so yeah, it was very much July, um, July. sneaky, sneaky, um, catchy monkey, but no monkeys were caught. It was just watchy monkeys. This um, watchy for monkeys. that for that op, not washing monkeys. I wasn't washing any monkeys. But I was <laughs> watching them <laughs> closely, <laughs> quietly from the bushes. <laughs> but yeah, so that basically go on. your bush your 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 bush tactics were excellent i thought our bush etiquette all four of us me mark and alex was on point i'm not gonna lie we we handled the bush well um it was quite intimidating when we Brazilian. when we when we first clapped eyes on the bush on friday <laughs> night we were all quite well we were all taken aback at the size of it to start with weren't we and like the task that lay before us of trimming the bush to get so we could all get in there <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was enough room for all four of us at once. Basically, that's what that's, that that was the aim of Friday night was to basically put in an LUP um, under the sort of beady eyes of the op four, if you like, that we were trying to observe. Um, and I think we done that rather well, if I'm honest. Did you have a jazz? <laughs> no, no, problem. no, no, no. So, um, 
<laughs> Sorry, to find have said no, there won't be a follow-on. I, I have a feeling that um, Bravo, oh. Machiavellian Bravo, is going to be a similar type event to Machiavellian. Um, uh, oh, I like then some. Kevin says, yeah, this monkey and I want to make this I'm an ex-monkey. <laughs> ex-monkey. Did you name <laughs> the bush? We didn't name the bush, did we? Oh, that's disappointing. We know where no. it is. We called it home. And we called it home. home. <laughs> there was definitely so, like, literally to give to give us some context, we we rocked up um, on the Friday. We kind of got going into the game zone at seven. Um, we hit our LUP location where we wanted to establish an LUP at about eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, set a perimeter, and then uh, Lance, bless him, basically just laid at the start of this bush and started tunneling in with his secretaires and a pair of gloves. Um, and that that was Lance for about the next two hours, just cutting his way through the bush. Um, Alex and myself um, and Mark sort of took it in turns to either provide perimeter cover. There they are. <laughs> you um, so we were either providing cover or basically following Lance in, um, raking the stuff that he was cutting out of the way to give him a more maneuverability to mm-hmm. allow him to kind of expand the inside. Um, and we ended up coming up with quite a good defensive position. So um, I will find some pictures uh, while you guys are talking about it. Um, but that was a very thorny bush because it was a proper full-on dense Oh, these were like... But some of them, like the base one, was like as thick as my wrist. And it was just like... Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is like something that... What's her name? Put in front of the castle to stop old Prince Amazing getting to sleep in what's it? Sleeping water. What's her name? <laughs> name Maleficent. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Maleficent. You know the big thorn. Crust. Oh, Maleficent's in the area, lads. Watch yourselves. She's a bastard. Did your hands heal? Because your hands look like no. I've still got. There. I've still got something trying to work its way out of that finger there on the side. There's a huge lump with some sort of thorn type thing underneath it. Um, that one. That finger's not really very much better. Uh, no. If I'm honest, no. The hands are still <laughs> no, not healed. Doesn't look at like all. It. Far from it. They're still cut to ribbons. <laughs> and I had gloves I on as well for anyone else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't so... know how we didn't get any cuts on our faces, but it's just our hands. I mean, Mike had fingerless gloves on at one point, and it was like, he was like really struggling now. I was like, uh, it was like a dumb and dumber moment. You know when he's got like extra gloves on and the mate is freezing to death. I was like, maybe you should use my spare full finger gloves for the time being. Thanks, thanks, Lance. He's like, it's like bleeding. He's like, you've had these gloves this whole time. So, um, this was our, this was Home. our uh, little. I'll try and make the, the picture a bit bigger. Um, so this was hand sculpted bush. Um, so there were four guys in in here. Uh, there's Mark in the background there. So bear in mind, four guys kit. Um, That's everything. We Bergens, to, weapons, the lot. Yep. Belt kit, everything um, in there. All the shelter and everything like that. We obviously had the hide in there as well that Lance has been making. Yeah, that um, looked I excellent. Don't that just... think I've just got just a photo behind me there. You can kind of see the hide, which was the mm-hmm. Hessian. Mark looks asleep there. <laughs> I think he's awake. He's not. He's, he's, he's on point. Um, he's coiled. That's that's Mark's hell, coiled pose. Really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, that gives you an idea about the amount of you know space that we had in this bush. It was very, very compact. Um, snug and we were in there for on and off what 24 30 hours something like that thereabouts um, yeah well it was like basically it was two man in the LUP and two pushing out to the OP um, at two hour intervals and switching out and this that and the other so um, we had the OP for actually observing oh, yeah. and then the LUP was where all the kit was stashed and eventually that is where we 
sort of Exfield from back to the main harbour area. It was just brilliant. It was just so good. It was such a different event, and I've been. I mean, I'm talking for someone who, who uh, a grand total of the amount of BBs I fired for the weekend was zero, and I had an amazing time. So there you go. That's that's you know, yeah. if that don't prove that you can have a fantastic airsoft weekend without actually shooting any BBs, which is the primary objective of airsoft, then you know I think Defiant have got something pretty much nailed on the head. You know, yeah. being it's their first awesome, event of yeah. doing something like this, yeah, granted, a couple of little tweaks, maybe very, very minor tweaks, I reckon. But on the whole, it's exactly what I wanted it to be, and more, really, from 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 a from a kit's perspective, from a field craft perspective, about what we want, what I what I wanted to do myself personally for an event, and actually be into more of the nitty gritty side of things of like, you know, keeping yourself low profile, keeping quiet, you know moving in and out of an area without being seen, keeping eyes on the enemy, reporting stuff back and, and making sure that what you're reporting back is correct and that's getting getting passed down the chain and maintaining the comms and stuff like that. And obviously, you know, comms gremlin did jump up at one point, but that was sort of squared away quite quickly. Um, yeah, it was brilliant. It was a great run out for the kit and obviously it was cold as well and taking minimal stuff and keeping everything compact because we had to whatever we had with us we had to carry with us and bug out with it and be able to pack it away quickly i mean i mean we rocked out of that lup when we got when we had to exfil i mean we would think we were out of there within, within five minutes the four of us bergen's packed yeah. on our backs and going yeah, and literally just bounding back across the, the open ground into the into the tree line but um but yeah i mean i'm, I'm jumping forward of the event so yeah obviously yeah so it's a friday night established the lup uh, and then maintained a vigil through the night. Heard a bit of whispery and a couple of vehicles going past and stuff like that. We did want to we did want to put an LUP in a bit closer, um, but unfortunately we we were we weren't sure whether a couple of the buildings that were probably about from the LUP that we established they were probably I'd sort of say far, 60, 60 meters to the front face of the building from where our actual LUP is that we put in, um, and we weren't sure if they were occupied or not. Um, but after the event we found out that they weren't but obviously there was people that walked past every now and again like late into the evening and it was like we can't dig in here because they're literally going to hear us straight away you know I mean if we'd put it in at the hedgerow oh there we go so that was that was our OP position mm. um, and our LUP is, is off just to the right hand side of that of that Google Maps image um, yeah but this is this is all little cool little bits that we sort of done between us. We were like, in that right. bush there, weren't we? That's right. Yeah. So you know, once we got into the OP, I thought, right, I'm going to rotate my, my my compass on my on my phone, get an image of our field of view, blast that over to our team leader. He can forward that onto zero. They've got a location lock stat then of where our um where our OP point is, and actually then we do. Also, I also did another one of where our LUP was, which was yeah, literally where Mike's cursor is now. Um, yeah, so you've probably got about. 60 75 meters between the two points yeah obviously it's scaled back because this is, this is airsoft in it so the distances are a lot mm. and i thought that was quite cool because we were we were within 30 meters of like of not the so much the enemy but yeah, obviously targets um we could hear conversations quite clearly you know people walking past um yeah it's cool it's cool well the, the first time in there and then you get someone walking down there and you're like fuck it out they literally just breeze past you do you know what i mean yeah there's my tire camouflage more more to sort of hide the, the the brightness of the face and things like that and sort of break up the shape and stuff rather than the, anything else but yeah it's obviously worked well and these, and, was, um, these are just one of the photos that we were able to take of the um sorry my throat's going let's carry on <laughs> sorry um yeah so uh 
yeah, these are a few images that we sort of captured. Um, just seen a question from Rage: How much of the police station could you see? So we could see the front leading edge, Rage. And if you're looking with your back to the main field, looking back at the police station, um, where the water tankers were to the left hand side of it. So there we go. So we could see just to the left of those barrels that are in the image, um, all the way down one side. So we could see obviously half of the outer walls, um, and then obviously any comings and goings into the main entrance. We could see that as well. So. Obviously, you couldn't see oh, the back, quite a bit then. but so we, yeah, we had it pretty much covered. I mean, unless someone was walked up the boundary line and came in the back of the building, then we wouldn't have seen them infill exfill. But mm. a majority of the uh, of the comings and goings were literally out the front door, which is on the other side of that building, and then turning left down to this main road, which you can see in the image there. Um, so no, it was cool. Yeah, no, that was. Um, it, it, it was it was brilliant it was brilliant you know i don't know what else to say about this this event from my from my I know other people might have different opinions on it but from what i wanted and what and for what i built up in my head and i've done it before like i 500 um i built this event up in my head and i've got there and it's been this is shit so shit <laughs> really disappointed <laughs> but not with this one no this event was much different this event was exactly what i wanted in my head and more now, what that says about James and uh, and Kev, I don't know, but they've got the same stuff in their head as I've got in mine, which is worrying oh, yeah. and brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, no, it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, it, for me, it was all about the kit, all about the, like field craft and skills and drills, if you like that sort of side of yeah. things, and just keeping mm. sort of sneaky, sneaky. I got I got to admit, when I turned up, everyone was still buzzing. Like mm. everyone was tired, but they were still buzzing. There wasn't a lot of there was hardly any grumbles or anything at all like you normally get at, at the end of quite a hard weekend yeah yeah you normally get a few grumbles but everyone when i turned up everyone was still still proper buzzing mm. i mean um, it was hard don't get me wrong it was um i wouldn't say it was like it was um, cold it was cold it was testing sort of both mentally and sort of semi-physical i didn't feel physically drained um because obviously we were quite relatively static you know mm. we weren't burning calories or energy because we were cutting about or doing patrols with buildings or taking buildings and, and bounding and this, that and the other. We weren't doing all that sort of stuff. Um, it was a different level of sort of fatigue. Do you know what I mean? You're you're maintaining concentration, you're 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 remaining quiet to listen in and, and making sure your your comms are on point and reporting stuff back and then obviously Mike's Mike did a quite a bit of the um um of 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 noting down all the information and stuff and making sure that's correct and then obviously I, I chipped in and I'd done my sort of my allotted time slot um recording the intel and then feeding it back into zero um so yeah it was quite full on in that respect which was good and it was like i said it was just something completely different was it hard routine defiant it was says good. was it a hard routine and i i would say it was do i tell do i tell the story of them do i tell the story of the wee wee <laughs> you can tell the story of the wee wee of the wee wee i think i think the wee wee story makes it a hard routine event right so <laughs> It's brilliant. This is you'll love this. Everyone's gonna love this. So um it's the Friday it's not it's early hours. You were asleep, it doesn't matter. You three were asleep. This this doesn't affect you mentally at all. Me it does. It does now. No, it does now. Now he knows. Now early early hours of Saturday morning, like it's like two, three o'clock in the morning. I'm in the LUP. I'm I'm Mr. Night Owl because of night shifts and that, so I'm wide awake. these three have like KO'd on the floor with the odd snort and grunt. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to maintain eyes on, listening in, not in the OP, back in the LUP, just, you know, just keeping wits about me sort of thing, no problem, I feel right as rain, good as gold. Um, and it got to like three o'clock and I was like, oh, fuck me, I really need a piss now, like, this is this is serious. 
and I'm just sort of like forgetting about it and I'm sort of like scrunching my legs up to, my knees up to my chest and I'm sitting in there listening and I'm like no that's no good then I'm stretching my legs out I'm like oh no it's getting worse it's getting worse it's like fuck it I've got to go for a piss I've got to go for a piss can't help it so I stood up in the LUP it was like a little hole of like where the brambles had got come apart so I managed to put my head through the po- through the through the bush so you imagine off just brambles in my head they're like that just staring at the police station um I've got the I've got the hessian barrier to my front which is just above waist height and I'm thinking right how am I going to do this I've got Alex asleep to my right literally at my feet he's asleep I've got Mike on my left so I can't move at all so I thought right the only thing I can do and I've, I'm going through this process in my mind in the dark surrounded by geezers in a bush I thought right <laughs> I'm going to push the Hessian down a little bit. I'm going to open the trousers and out pops John Thomas. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> You've been waiting for that. I can see so his I thought, eyes. Right. So, that's right. So that's the first step. That's quite easy to do that. But now I have to get the urine a safe distance away from everybody, including oh, me and the Hessian. So what I did, and this is genius. Now, this is genius. <laughs> I built up my own little pressure cannon. So what I did, <laughs> don't laugh, because this is, this is on the spot, genius. I squeezed the, the end spot. of it, right? I, held, I squeezed the end of it tight, and I let it start. And you know, you know like a puffer fish? <laughs> don't make me do that. No, stop it. Oh, this is a serious, man. This is, this is so serious. All right? Squeezed the end of it, and it popped, swelled up like a puffer fish. And then I just released a bit and it fired and it went away like way away like before it hit the ground it had cleared us by about five six foot easy I thought if I maintain this no one's ever going to know so I literally had to stand there and go old man wee for like a minute and a half going build up pressure build up pressure I mean obviously the last little everyone has a little dribble at the end you just have to shake that off there's nothing to do about that I just, I just dabbed it on Mike's DOS bag but um, but yeah that that was that's hard routine that's what I reckon. What do you reckon, Mike? <laughs> I really hate that I now Listen, know that if that you happened. was in the same situation <laughs> as I was been... We're rated, aren't we? Would we're you have done that? Rated, aren't we? I, I personally, I think... That, to be fair. I think that's genius myself, and I'm proud I mean, of myself for that. And I, I, the only reason I did that was because I was thinking of you three. If I didn't like you, I'd have just lashed where I was and not even thought, took a blind bit of notice. Yeah. But no, I care I mean, for you the, and I respect you was, as operators. The thing was, so... <laughs> The um, the bush that we were in was very very thorny, um, and you know if you there were certain bits of kit that I was actually a bit hesitant to get out because I didn't want to just fuck up the stuff because if it, if it had rained that that evening, that would have made it a, a yeah you know, a shit time, like proper shit time because like uh, you look at some of the other LUPs and stuff that was set up, everyone's got like full basher setups and stuff like that, you know if you just stuck a basher up in that LUP. Mm. It would have just been ripped to shreds like that. That you might as well have just binned that basher. We couldn't afterwards. have done it. Like, um, so to be fair, if it had rained, it would have been a lot, lot more of a shit time. But and was there, our, there our, big, the, the big thing though was Mike was was our LUP found? No, our LUP was not found. Was That's our OP found? It was, it was soft compromised. No, <laughs> yeah. that wasn't. That was, we were softly that compromised. Was our OP. No, our, our OP was in soft transit, compromised. That's in transit. <laughs> My new favourite phrase is a soft compromise. Um, but no, our LUP was not found. Um, but th- there were certain bits of kit I was quite afraid of getting out, and my sleeping bag, in all honesty, was one of them, because it's a very silk 
Um, you know, the outer of the sleeping bags are quite silky. Mm. I didn't I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to snag that on the bush and fuck my sleeping bag up. Um no. which in hindsight was probably a better idea than ended up cuddling Mark. <laughs> oh yeah, you but you both so look really uncomfortable about falling into that situation, I must admit, yeah. <laughs> really uncomfortable. So I got the um I got my I got my jungle blanket out and basically slept in my jungle blanket and just, just sort of cuddled up against Mark for the for the for that evening. It was lovely. Mm. It was lovely and warm. Um, um, yeah. little, so gi- little giggles and that, and oh, Mark, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just sitting there going. Oh. <laughs> Dan- Daniel, Daniel Brewer's asked what the <laughs> FPS limit was, Lance. Do, do you know what? There's a science. That's there's science there's there. Science I reckon. There. <laughs> I reckon we should do that. We'll have to pixelate only only a tiny little bit of pixelate. Probably one little square, little one little little Minecraft cube there, just to hide the business up. But. Minecraft cube. <laughs> We'd have to buy our own a special chrono. Yeah. Who's gonna? Who's gonna know, phone how would that? you test that? What, what, would, would that be PSI? Would that be FPS? Because you're building up a pressure, both. aren't you? I don't know. But yeah. well, it could be both. Yeah. Yeah. It's the feet per second that is leaving the. I measure it end. in joules anyway. So. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we could do it in joules. Don't want any of that jewel creep happening. <laughs> no, there's enough creeping about in that bush as there is that no jewel creep as well. Um... <laughs> Right, Ray says, um, so you had a comments. you had a W while stood over three blokes in a bush. No, I didn't, Rach. <laughs> that was Saturday night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talking about Saturday morning <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> got, we had to find ways to keep warm and busy. Leave us alone. Exactly, um, yeah. I was trying to get my occupied, all right? You weren't there, Rage. You don't know, man. You weren't there. Not being funny, we knew exactly where Rage was because he was standing by the burn bin that they had yeah. going. Why do you think I had to stand up in the height. bush just, just watching <laughs> our age? <laughs> With my hand warmers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reading your comment out, Ed. That's too gross. Sorry. Um, uh, is Ed being disgusting? Do we need to put him in sin bin? It's the one he says. It's like when your mouth is full of liquid. I'm not. I'm not going to carry on with that and, one. And you slap um, your cheeks and warm liquid squirts out all over the bed. Yeah. Uh, to find events. Honestly, the OP log that. that came in. From, the OP log that came Snipers, in from section mate. three was impressive. Snipers. I'm yeah. getting it put into a special presentation folder. Uh, oh, there you go. Oh, can I get a copy of that folder, asked, Was it hard? Was it hard for Mike to write his notes? Did he manage to actually keep up with the intel coming back over the radio? So mm. I mean, that was it was quite tricky to obviously work with. Well, it was all right until you lost your is... purple crayon, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sh- I had to get the green one out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was half chewed. Um, no, the um, my favourite flavour. The writing of notes and stuff like that was quite. Uh, I've I've never had to kind of do that before. Like I've written notes in meetings and stuff like that. But the level of information that's coming over the radio is not necessarily stuff that I'm used to writing down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up coming up with like a bit of shorthand, which I think worked quite well uh, for certain things. So it's kind of just getting into the ha- the rhythm of that. Um, but no, I think it worked quite well. I mean, I, I must profess, I know that I probably spent more time in the LUP with Lance having spent more time in the OP. Um, we weren't really swapping out quite as much. And I know Lance is probably... <laughs> I didn't say. I was more um, than happy. It worked well. Yeah, worked I mean, well. ultimately, I, I didn't really mind where I was. Um, the OP was probably more exposed, but I, it was so cold wherever you were, it didn't really make much difference. Um, it was. Do you know what? It was just my big toes. It, my two big toes were just ice blocks, man. 
rest of my feet were fine just my two big toes a bit worrying really but yeah um, as soon as you get up and moving about a bit because we were static so long it's just like you, you know you're trying to make fists with your toes inside your boots and it's just like oh you know I had like three pairs of socks on maybe that was too many I should have had a little bit more movement available because I did feel my feet did feel quite compacted so I'm wondering whether I had enough sort of void there to um, to maintain a level of heat in the boot but I don't know I don't know but that was the only sort of, my only sort of uncomfortable moment was obviously yeah, in the OP just trying to keep my big toes warm man Jesus Christ yeah. Your big toes I think top tip the as most, well. My big toes. Everything else is all right. Top tip, top tip I would take away from the event as well is um, if you're going to be going into a static position for a long time, um, like the LUP, where you don't necessarily want to be running a jet boil to heat water and stuff, then thermoses, the, the thermoses that we had were you know invaluable in terms of being able to take hot water in. Um Yes. So, yeah, that was that was useful. And the foot warmers as well, the little sachet heat, the heat packs and stuff. Yeah, well, I've anything got that you here. can use to heat up that doesn't make noise was obviously quite an advantage, uh, quite an advantage on that front. If you've not seen one of these before, girls and boys, this is a Highlander pocket warmer. Um, what you do is you'll get a packet of these, which I did show earlier really quickly, and this was a godsend. Everyone's gone. No, we're still bigger. here. We're making oh. you bigger. <laughs> Everyone's gone. I'm I'm on my own again. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in the OP. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a little, you get like a little charcoal stick in this little foil wrapper here, and you pop that. And you can light it at one end and leave it to burn. Uh, I think you've got to light it and then get it so it's about a ten centimeter burn. So you get an orange ember, about ten centimeters, um, one centimeter, sorry, ten mil down from one end of the stick. Or you can light both ends, and it won't last as long. And then literally, once you've got that 10 mil of glow, close it up, and it's just, oh, it's beautiful. I highly recommend getting yourself, um, I think my old man got me two of these, for when I, stopped, when I was doing the old fishing through the winter. Literally just do two in your jacket pockets or in your trouser pockets. Obviously, don't open it once it's alight, because it will just fall out and burn everything around you. But um, yeah, that gets lovely and warm. Almost almost like, oh, that's hot. But that's, yeah, for that, for that, for that um, LUP, that was a lifesaver, absolute lifesaver. I remember Mark was laying on his side once trying to get his head down and I literally went, yeah, is this warm? And he was laying on his side and I went like that and he was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. literally feel like someone's weeing on me. Yeah, which he, which he, <laughs> he was by that. the sound of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, shh, go back to sleep, it's a hand warmer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say I was joking. But yeah, no, he's like, he's like, mate, that's magic, one of them. But obviously these, these are just as good. Just as much heat. They're awesome. Yep. Yeah, highly recommend them. Especially toe warmers as well. Get the get the stick on ones for your toes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dan said, I think we had to step back from the fire a couple of times because it was so hot. <laughs> See that, Dan? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, James C., why didn't you lot pack some piss bottles? Um, so I, I had a water bottle that I had sort of taken with that in mind, but I just didn't need to take a piss. Um, and I like a challenge, James. I drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I like a challenge. I didn't drink enough water that weekend. That would be... Uh, and not because yeah, not I didn't have enough water. Like, I, I had two litres on me and we had the opportunity to refill, but just just didn't drink, just wasn't thirsty, mm. didn't need to drink until I did need to drink and then I drank an awful lot of water in <laughs> quick succession. Um, yeah. But I probably went through like the first the first... I don't know, 24 hours with, with just a litre. That was probably um, the cold. Making possibly. you not feel mm. 
Mm. I mean, Honestly. I drank, I was up because I had um, I had two but I had two liters in my belt kit and I had another two liters in my Bergen and I had to replay in three bottles the next day when me and Alex um, spotted that sniper across the field from behind our LUP. Um, uh, don't know what happened to him in the end, and then there was that huge explosion, and then we bugged out back to the uh, to the main harbour area, and then we replanned three liters there, um, and then when we came back up, and obviously then that evening we bugged out back to the harbour area, and we had water on site there anyhow, so it was a bit of a touch really, but um, yeah, it was good. Could we see the fire from the OP? Yes, we could. Yeah, we could hear it from the LUP. We could just hear it crackling away, and I was just like, "You fucking bastards!" Didn't you I say you could smell it when they first lit? It. Well, if we lit it, and I had this. And I was like, Mike, they lit a fire over there. And he was like, you are kidding me. I was, like, <laughs> I was just literally tempted to just walk out of the bush and go, yep, you got me. Can't be a prisoner there. <laughs> I think someone Cup over the tea, radio please, just, went, just heard over the radio, I bet that's warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that looks lovely and warm, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but we survived, right, man. We did it. We, need to... we did. And I, I'll be honest with you, I, I feel a sense of achievement having done that event because it was something I, I do as well genuinely I know it it pushed me to do things that I hadn't done before um, and I highly recommend doing it I mean I, I learned a lot in terms of kit prep and stuff like that there's a few things that I've now sort of tweaked on my kit um, and things mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we'll, we'll talk about cold weather gear going forward um, but yeah it was no, a great I, test I, it was, it was a, a great event. test of kit I mean I mean the Friday night for example as well. it was cold it was, it was cold it, mate. It, it, it plummeted. Oh, do you know what? I'm glad we weren't there on the Sunday because that that got bastard cold Sunday when we was when we were leaving site. That you, I felt cold then, like prop. Whether it had just been building up over the course of the two days, uh, the Friday night into the Saturday, all day Saturday sort of thing. But yeah, I felt very cold Sunday as we were sort of like getting to the getting to the motors and that. I did feel the cold then, but um, I mean, for me on the Friday night, Saturday morning, early hours, I had. Uh, one cock up. I didn't put a long sleeve t-shirt on. I had a short sleeve t-shirt. I had an augie. Um, I had my uh, softy jacket and my smock. And literally mm. uh, a pair of long johns, uh, normal pair of fatigues over the top. Um, I had three pairs of socks and my, and my Altberg Defender boots. Um, and I didn't even have my DOS bag out on the Friday night. All I got was my foil. My foil mat worked. Oh, ah, yeah. yes. My homemade <laughs> Mylar turbo mat works a treat absolutely toasty so that was brilliant literally yeah so the friday night saturday morning i didn't even have my dos bag out i literally just laid back on my on my, on my mat um because one i wasn't that tired um obviously and then and two i just didn't feel that cold at all on the friday night saturday morning whether that's because we had the wind chill away from us because we was in the hide um got the four bodies in there as well and um, we had the bergens a bit right around us sort of arranged so we did have that little sort of cave type effect going on um so perhaps that helped a little bit. But yeah, no, I was more than comfortable on the Friday, Saturday night. Um, mm. But yeah. And obviously by the time we bugged out Saturday night, we, we we went back to the main harbour area and we could get a basher up and actually get the roll mat and the DOS bag out. Um, and and that's another thing I did. I put the zip on my bivvy bag because I don't care. It's a fucking ball ache. And I kept my boots on all weekend um, purely because of us getting the chance of us getting bumped. So I was trying to get in that bivvy bag, in my sleeping bag, with my boots on. I was just like, this ain't happening. This is not happening. I think I took him. Did I take him off in the end? I can't remember. don't think I did. I just What's managed to sort of squeeze myself into something. But in, I, as soon as I got back, the first job that was done after unpacking was getting that zip done on that bivvy bag. And it's been a bloody godsend ever since. Literally I've got something. It. I quite like Mike's uh, Russian bivvy mm. bag. That looked really good. I've got to admit, that 
That's I didn't want to see that a little bit. Yeah, because well, you brought that to that private the private site, didn't you? But I didn't get uh, to see no, it. No, I, I, I didn't use it. I, I did take it, but I didn't set it up there. Um, I saw the that US was the first one. time I'd used it was that event that night. Um, mm. It was proper comfy. Like I, I have to admit, I was a little bit worried that it was going to be a bit coffin-esque. Um, and I think, uh, in part, it probably was a bit tight, just because I hadn't slept in it before. It was a little bit of an unknown. Um, but once I got the hang of it, it was proper comfy. It was warm. Um, it was, yeah, it was just lovely. Um, mm. Yeah, I yeah. bought one. I bought one now. Have you got, you got one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found one on eBay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, like what Mike said, I mean that event, the uh, Mac, um, yeah, learned a lot about kit, um, things that I want to change, things that things that I do differently. Um, not so much the loadout or the setup. I mean, I mean, I've only got them JJ's bits and bobs on my rig now purely because mm. I, I were offered them at a bargain price. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have got them basically because the the ones I had on there were perfectly serviceable. There was nothing wrong with them, but it's just the fact that they're, they're JJ's. It's like, do you want them for this? I was like, absolutely, please, yes, thank you. Yes, <laughs> some money, money, some money. I bought some fake money somewhere. Is it gone? I think it was the survivability of it, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was, mate. And I was, I was like I said, I was proper chuffed. Um, oh, was another little purchase I got was um, morphine, Surette cases. Really good for holding little things like the spare charcoal sticks for my hand warmers and and roll ups as well. <laughs> oh yeah, you said about that. Yeah, that was the Get first about thing twelve I... in there, boy. Yeah. Pre rolled. Get up. I turned up and he went, "Look, look, look what I've bought." This and I was like, "It's a rubber condom." And he was like, "No, look." And then he opened them up and he had his little roll ups in there. <laughs> it was like, "Look, roll up storage area." <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, highly recommend one of those. It's catheter. Um, yeah, it's catheter. <laughs> catheter. How much was the Bivy Mod All In, Lance? The Bivy Mod All In, mate, was a grand total of the zip, which was, I think, about nine quid off eBay. Um, A Tetran double zip, so you can open it either end. It's got two zip. You can open it from the inside and the outside. Uh, And my mate's missus is a seamstress who's absolute bob on, and she'd done it for nothing for me. So it'd be the cost of the zip, which is about a tenner, or if less, I think it could be less. Um, I'll I'll put a link in the NoFo page on Facebook to the one I got. Um, I've only tried it a couple of t- three times. I don't know if it, I mean it feels super strong. I mean it's it's pucker, um, but obviously I don't know over time how many times you undo and close a zip whether it becomes weaker or not. But um, the only thing with the British Army bivy bag is there's, there's no seam. Um, so what you'd have to do is what I did with mine is I laid it completely flat to where the top edges are, and then I just sort of imagined a line running down. Not f- it's hard to explain. How can I explain this? Right, okay. So if you're in your sleeping bag. Um, what I imagined it being was that the zip wouldn't be sort of like the lower part of that left-hand wall, if you like, because obviously my my DOS bag, my sleeping bag, has got a left-hand zip, so I wanted the bivy bag to have a left-hand zip as well. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want the zip to be right at the base of the bivy bag, so when I went to zip it up, I'll be laying on it sort of thing. So I, I sort of imagined, right, if I was laying in it, my body's going to take up sort of yay much sort of material at the sides, so I'm going to put the zip so it's more on the side. So if I'm laying in it, the zip's not laying in the dirt or anything. It's actually going to be on the side of the bag more, if that makes sense. So I imagine that line from the where it's laid flat all the way down to... And I didn't do it all the way to the end. I left about that much, probably about a foot and a half, two foot of bivy bag without a zip, just so I can stick my feet in there and not have to worry about it. So mm. it's a, it's like a three-quarter zip. I think it was 1.2 metre zip I got. Something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean... If you can find someone who's got a sewing machine, mate, I mean it's not hard to stitch, to stitch Gore-Tex. Um, you'd have to you'd have to hem it definitely so it didn't fray. 
So I'd obviously just cut it, fold it back on itself. What I did with mine is I folded it back on itself and then used sniper tape on the inside to hold the hem. Um, and then it was double stitched as well. I also hand stitched it as well, which was, which took hours. So just don't bother hand stitching it unless you've got the time. Because yeah. that took ages to do that. I was very impressed with myself for doing a nice little running stitch all the way down both sides. But yeah, nearly three meters of hand stitching is a ball leg. <laughs> Yeah, that's so. Yeah, like get someone with a machine. I particularly want to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could even run that into a into a tailored shop, and they'll they'll, they'll I'm sure they'll be able to process that through a machine for you. And like, I mean, my mate's missus did what I took, which took me like four hours in about twelve minutes. <laughs> and I just stood there watching her with a machine going. Vrrr. I was like, this is heartbreaking that it took me so long <laughs> yeah. to do what you're doing right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't. It's not an expensive <laughs> mod to do at all, mate. There is actually some other bits I do want to do on it going forward because I have got an old. Um, I'm going to add a, a rain baffle to the zip, which is going to make, which I'm going to make out of a pair of DPM Gore-Tex trousers I never use, which is essentially going to cut the leg and have it hemmed and stitched above the zip. So I've got like a little Velcro flap bit, and I'm oh, not going to Velcro yeah, the yeah. whole thing; just going to Velcro the square, the corner nearest me, just to hold that flap down, um, just as a bit of added protection from the from the rain. Because obviously I have compromised the water tightness of the bag now by putting a zip in it, but you know I don't intend to be laying in a swamp or a lake in it so I don't need it to be a 100% submersible bivy bag type thing which is obviously that they're intended to be fully watertight so yeah I've compromised it by doing it but the compromise far outweighs the um um the advantage of being able to get in it <laughs> yeah, yeah being able to get in it easily and just and just be like oh simple rather than having to shim and then the other thing as well is it's trying to get inside one when you're in a low profile basher if you if you set your basher up about foot and a half two foot off the ground and you got you got sneakle down into a, into yeah. your dos bag and your bivy. It's just a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. I mean, the only other thing you can do is try and buy try and buy a US Army one. The US Army ones come with a zip. They're more expensive. Um, they're a bit heavier, but um, they already come with a zip already installed. And they're they're, they're the um, yeah. woodland camo US woodland camo ones. They're they're good, but you they're expensive. You, you know what you could do. You know how a uh, a roll bag rolls up and then clips together. You could do that to the bottom end of the bivy bag. So you can just crawl into it and roll up the bottom, and then just clip that up like a stuff sack. What in in it? Would you die no, no, so of you, asphyxiation? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so you cut the bottom end off, so you still got the opened end at the top. So you created a tube, yeah. Tube, yes. So then you can crawl into your tube. Yes. And then you could just roll up the bottom and connect that up, and that'll make that waterproof at the bottom. Oh, I see. Oh, I get, yeah. yes. Like nice. a sausage, like a sausage roll. Yeah, yeah but that's. Yeah. I reckon I can still see that being a ball lake in a sort of confined space. Yeah, you're probably easier doing the zip up to your side rather than like <laughs> yeah. your legs Especially up to your Especially if you had to get in there, up. you're only allowed to crawl in there if, with your hands by your side. So you've essentially got. To... <laughs> yeah, and then you've got to get out. The other end, you know, but it would be hilarious being birthed. I have a lot of ideas, they're not necessarily good being ideas. Birthed. <laughs> birthed by a bivy bag, <laughs> you get squeezed out like toothpaste, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um, I'm, I'm, but... I'm excited to try that again. Um, that out in the field, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little overnight soon. Um, I might do one for the, I think it might be a bit too late for the Tommy sleep out now. I'm not sure. I don't know, we too late. I just went psychic. I was thinking about sausage rolls too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the bivvy's the pastry and I'm the meat. Yeah. yeah. I've, um, I've got a picture of my my, rat, my the Ratnik one that um, Andy and I were talking about. This, I love this. Uh, it's so good. I can't wait for it. Version bivvy. It's, it's a proper, yeah, proper nice little bit. We'll, we'll do a couple of reviews on it. Um, once Andy mm, gets mm. his, um, we'll, we'll go out in the woods or whatever and we'll have a little play around Ooh. with him. We'll have a and the bivvies as well, and then once we've had yeah. a play, we'll get the bivvy bags out and uh, yeah, yeah. Them up. 
<laughs> and then we'll all get into no, Lance's I... um, Lance's bivvy bag. One at a time. We'll all try that out. See how many we can fit <laughs> in there. Sideways on. <laughs> I'm the filling in the man sandwich. Bugsy there. <laughs> yeah. I'll no, be I'm the pastry. I can't. Here. I can't be blamed for breaking the zip then. <laughs> the zip. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. Three men, so a couple of comments that came in. James C said, uh, "If your feet were cold, then your boots could have been too tight." Lance, having the air gap can help keep the heat in. Did I, so I, said, I think it was because I had three pairs of socks on make myself, which I know sounds really detriment to the fact that you're trying to insulate your feet. But I, I genuinely, you know, when you when you put a pair of socks on and, you, and it's that uncomfortable tightness around your toes and that. Yeah. I just didn't have that movement, and I think that's what sort of compromised the the insulation a bit. I think yeah, I you can't move your toes, can you? One less you can't pair, move your yeah. Toes within the boot. That's it, and I, there was there wasn't the air gap. There wasn't the, there wasn't anything to warm. Basically, it was just, it was just like toes, sock, boot, and that was it. There was no void there or anything. So yeah. I think that's where I come unstuck because I don't normally wear three pairs of socks. It's usually just two, like a sports pair, and then like, like the thicker pair over the top. Yeah, that's what I do. So I think yeah, yeah, shame on me for that one. But like I said, the rest of my feet was it was just my big toes, man. For fuck's sake, they were like, almost to the point of like, can someone take this knife out of my toe, please? And it wasn't gout before anyone says anything because I know what that feels like. And this was a manageable. Remind pain. me before the end of the show about gout because I've got a story I want to share, um, oh, yeah. which is amusing. It's, it's happened during the week. It's not really related, but I'll, I'll tell it before we end the show. Um, okay. John John Smith says uh, Lance the pressure washer. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah again yes. Uh, <laughs> that's your pressure uh, Kevin washer. Kevin Berry says. Uh, Bernoulli's equation, and then um, Daniel Brewer and Kenny Revel have come up with some ideas for your, uh, your what you would measure that in. So there's PSSI. Um, <laughs> Very good. Very Kenny good. said FPS. FPS. <laughs> yes. Very yeah, nice. No, both of them are very good. <laughs> uh, well, if YouTube so Dan- are not happy about me having my feet bare on 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 their uh, platform, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can't see them allowing me to do a, an FPS test on my urine. <laughs> they, do you know what? It's YouTube. They probably you might just would. have to take our word for it that we've done the, the test. only fans content. <laughs> yeah. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> Terrible. Oh dear. <laughs> we had to put it on this platform because YouTube wouldn't allow it. So this is our new <laughs> yeah, only fans yeah. content. This is for science only. There's no perviness in here. Now Don't let's get back weird. to this. Now let's get back to this piss test. <laughs> yeah, Dan says three men in a bush, one of them spraying pee everywhere, and two cuddled up in a silky sleeping bag. <laughs> Pretty much sums it up. <laughs> there was a fourth there holding a chronograph, but it wouldn't work because I, I soaked it. <laughs> yeah, I soaked it. <laughs> it, it, you couldn't it aim. There was no IP-rated chronograph available. <laughs> IP. Ha 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 ha. Drum roll, please, Mike. Come on. Oh, sorry. Oh, he's... No, look. <laughs> Tell we've had three weeks off, can't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Rage oh. says, you see, Tranja doesn't make a noise. Um, Tranja! If used correctly, it gives off very little light, especially if you use meds. I've forgotten about that! <laughs> oh. um, especially if you but, use meds. So, yeah, Rage I mean, has made a valid point there, and you've ruined it by the screen. Tranja! <laughs> no, so I think one of the things we were concerned about during this event was... Op four had the use of night vision and thermal capabilities. Um, mm. Mm. There are also drones flying overhead as well, so we were constantly conscious of light signature, heat signature, um, as well as obviously trying to camouflage ourselves. Which is in, more in, reason why I did anyway. piss puffs instead of a, a long steady stream. Yeah. It's piss puffs. <laughs> well, <laughs> you sound how... like you're smoking it. I don't know how else you describe it. 
piss. What's a, what's a short burst of? Oh, it'd be like a piss spurt. Piss spurt. Piss spurt. No. Oh, piss mortar. Piss mortar. <laughs> I thought it'd be able to disguise it as some sort of like a, a release from a local vegetation or something. Yeah. You know, like a you know, like one of those you know, one of those killer plants in Jumanji that just fires something at you. Ah, blind like that dinosaur that fucking shoots shit at your face. One of them. Yeah, because that and, yeah, and they no, wouldn't bat an oh, eyelid. Don't worry about. Don't worry about the random water feature going on over there. The yeah. thermal. It's probably some dinosaur spitting something out. Yeah, spitting something out. Didn't agree with him. Poor old dinosaurs. Go and check see if he's alright. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so, are you basically saying that your penis is now called a Diplosaurus? Is that Dilophosaurus? Dilophosaurus. Is that what your penis is now called? Yes. It is from now on <laughs> called the Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. And it was softly compromised. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can compromise yourself, can you? Hands down. Do you you does it count as a question? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Question. Does it, does, it, does it count as a compromise if you do it to yourself, or does someone else have to compromise you? <laughs> for, for it to oh, class as being compromised. I thought a soft compromise was where you know you're kind of like, all right, fine, I'll try and go again. But I- <laughs> See, I pictured when I first heard soft compromise, I sort of pictured like uh, an enemy soldier walking past you, going, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, son, <laughs> didn't see a thing, <laughs> and just trot, trots off. <laughs> Mum's the word. <laughs> So, I mean, this this was genuinely the first time I'd heard the phrase soft and hard compromise. And we're in the middle of a tasking <laughs> briefing by James. And bless him, he's standing there. He's got this up. And he's, he's doing his proper you know, role. He's, he's talking his He had his briefing hat on. Notes. He was doing all sort of proper briefing stuff. And he goes, right, you need to make sure you're not soft compromise. And I just lost it at that point. Cause like, That's genuinely my new favourite Milsim phrase. <laughs> softly, co- oh, soft, I've been softly compromised. Oh my god, I've been so but he, but he promised me he wouldn't tell them where, where we are, so don't worry. <laughs> Mum's a oh, word, um, <laughs> Rage says, where did you keep the power supply for Mike's electric blanket? Oh yeah, did you hear um, did you hear that bit? Oh I did. I brought sorry, I brought a sissy seat that Mike's got. I buckled. I was supposed to I was supposed to save it a for to show seat. James. You know the little sissy mat he's got for his knee for when he has to kneel down. Can we stop calling it yeah. that? <laughs> His sissy mat. Well, what do you want? I can actually call it his real name, which is a camp mat. (laughs) (laughs) I unfolded it and I was like, I'm not calling it a camp. I'm just going to go and sit on the camp mat. Camp pad. (laughs) Camp pad then. Pad's even worse. It means like absorbing stuff. (laughs) Just going to go and sit down on a big camp pad while I have a lady wee in the woods. Excuse me. Lady wee in the woods. I thought it was a camp mat. I'm going to have to look that up Give now. Give me two seconds. I need to sit on my camp pad while I have a soft compromise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've just been softly compromised and need to sit down. Need to sit down on my camp mat. I've just been softly compromised, lads. <laughs> oh! oh! There it is. <laughs> Panic over. <laughs> it was just a fart. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> We've got three weeks of this built up. That It's all coming out. It is a bit... We probably shouldn't have done a serious one, should we? 
I think, no, I think we've maintained an element of seriousness. Yeah. We've got through an hour before we've started talking, getting the fart raffle. Oh, no, don't be silly. This yeah. started well before an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took me 15 minutes to get on the fucking podcast. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've upset James in some way because he said, uh, fuck's sake, Mike is creating more problems in the process of trying to resolve a mild inconvenience. Yeah, I think this that was your nonsense the of the bivvy bag. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do make a rod for your uh, own back and you should be brought the to... The no straight jacket <laughs> sleep system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Comes definitely useful if colours. you want to. Uh, yeah, we could call it <laughs> like a, almost like a like a Black Dutch oven orange. type thing. The Dutch oven, <laughs> isn't that the Dutch army also, oven? You'll up. be you'll, you'll be head first in one end. I'll be shimmying in from the other. <laughs> 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 oh, Mike, you softly. Sort of- Mike, you've just softly compromised me. Compromised me. No, that's a hard compromise. <laughs> that's a hard compromise. Well, no, it wasn't. It is now. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to put the um, the camp pad in between as like a barrier, a buffer zone. So if you hit, if you hit the pad, you've gone too far. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Um, Rage says I couldn't get on with a bivy tent. It's like being in a coffin. And I've never I, been I in the coffin, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, there is there is an element to that though in in the bivy tent. I, I do recommend that if anyone's going to go out and try one um, before you buy one, if you can, because spend the night in a coffin. Are... See how you get on first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about the coffin. I'm talking about the bivy tent, um, like the little the little hoop bivies and stuff like that, because they they can be quite claustrophobic. Um, the reason that I knew that I would be fine with the hooped one that I bought was because the original one that I had from Miltech, um, it wasn't hooped and you would seal yourself in completely. And I found that horrifically more claustrophobic. Uh, mm, the, the ones that just sit on your face. Oh yeah. That oh, was horrible. Horrid. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> because, because literally you're like, you wake up in the night and you're just like <laughs> smothered by your own bag. Like, um, and you've been breathing against it. <laughs> no, yeah. no, stop. stop. I'm not talking about sitting on faces and smothered by your own bag. It's awful. Stop it. Stop it. No, but it, it's 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 hard. But the um, the other thing is, is it, if you open it slightly, because I, I do you guys suffer with like cold air on your face when you're sleeping? Like, no, because I've got a beard. Only when I'm getting breathed on by an attacker or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is a serious conversation. Yeah, I don't like my face being covered up when I sleep. No, but so when it's when it's like proper cold out, so say you're you're talking um, zero minus two sort of level of temperatures, I I find that if I have my face sort of too exposed, then it makes me snore a lot louder. But so I wake up in the morning feeling like I fucking bet it don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't think that's possible, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I've got a story about snoring as well. Um, oh dear. But I, I find that I almost wake up in the morning feeling like I've got a really bad cold because my my face is sort of like solidified in the night, trying to yeah. insulate and sort of protect me from the cold air. So I find that if I've got at least a bit of fresh air going on, but like when you're in a tent, for example, you're not completely exposed to the outside weather. Mm. Um, so that was the reason I wanted uh, a, a sort of a, a, a bivy bag that you could kind of hoop yourself in a little bit because having that that ability to kind of create that kind of volume around your head with a bit of air so it's you know it's free flowing you've still got a direct link to the outside in terms of uh, airflow and the like but it's just slightly warmer it just sort of takes the edge off of it really yeah just not that draft really in it 
I mean, that's why I was thinking yeah. with my bivy bag because because the the British Army ones are so oversized, like the the, the head end of it, it's really wide. I was thinking about having a couple of eyelets put at the foot end to, for pegging out, and then having a couple of like webbing straps put at the top end that I could use. I then have two an eyelet in each one for a, a basher pole to go in on either side, and then obviously I can guide that out as well at the base. So that's like the overhang because even if I lay with like the big bit around my back, which is like oversized, it's it's enormous. Even the, even the bit you pull up, it's still well over your face. Um, and then adding a little roll down bit of material that the webbing straps are stitched to. Um, to act as like a bit of a canopy that could just be rolled away and just and just velcroed up or um, tied up with little little bits of paracord just so when you're not using it and you just want it as a normal bag you can or if you want to set it up as like a like a fixed position type thing where you can lay on your front you still got your right because i was in my bivy bag um with my rifle and my thermal on uh maintaining that field of fire down the right hand side of the field the, uh, the north end all right yeah from the car park as you came down i had that whole field covered which was brilliant i love doing that because literally my little basher set up put a little bit of camo around it and then just laid up in my bivy rifle out ready to go cut the mags to my side just in case yeah happy days mate so um i thought to myself i said if i could just get like a couple of basher poles there you know nothing special just a couple of eyelets at the foot end a couple at the top end here just to pull that taut and then i said happy days then you can sort of do away with a basher almost because i had a my bergen was outside anyhow and it just all i did was pull my bergen cover over it because we did get a little bit of rain on and off so I always keep the Bergen cover in the top of the Bergen along with my Cortex jacket. Just pulled that out, chucked it over the bag. Happy days. So, you know, kit-wise, it was going to be nice and dry. Belt kit was on anyhow, so no worries there. Mm. But yeah, no, so um, de- definitely a couple of bits I'm going to do with the with the with the, uh, with the BV bag going forward. So, have you um, have space. you come across the Corinthia? Um, That's some good kit. They do. Oh my god! BV tent. They're jackets, man. Grab a photo of that quickly. So, I mean, this this is something similar these to that. Awesome. So this is sort of a, these yeah, are, this I mean, is a that's... Hoops bivy. Um, but you're talking about 800 quid for that. Exactly what I was just uh, about to say. Do you know what I mean? Mm. 800 pounds. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Is that the one with the uh, internal mat as well, isn't it? And everything. I'm, uh, I'm guessing that's all sealed in, yeah. Yeah, so that's quite good. That's like my um my fishing bivy. Yeah. I mean, fishing bivy and normal bivy is two. A fishing bivy is like a big tent sort of thing, whereas a bivy for camping is like a small bivy bag that goes over your sleeping bag. But my one's like at the door. I can have the door zipped up, or I can zip it half down. So I've got like a viewing bit. When I've got the rod set up and stuff like that, which is cool. I do like that. Uh, but I don't like it enough for seven hundred ninety-five pounds worth. No. <laughs> yeah, James C says someone's done something similar to what Lance is describing on YouTube already in regards to the bivy bag. I wouldn't surprise me if I hadn't, mate. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a really simple mod that wouldn't get in the way if you wanted to just use. What I want is I want to be able to use that as a normal bivy bag that's just a cover for my sleeping bag. Or alternatively, if there is a chance that we might get a little touch of rain, but I don't want to be setting up bashes and shit like that, I can literally just deploy this little extra couple of foot because it's like I said, it's already oversized at the top end, but it'd just be that extra couple of foot, maybe like a slight. I don't even know what sort of shape that is. What is that shape? Like a triangle with a top point cut off. What is that? Uh bit like a teardrop sort of I mean, it's not no no <laughs> anyhow Lost it, that's eh? irrelevant anyway. it doesn't matter couple of foot <laughs> extra material um just as like a little canopy just to just to just for like a little admin area sort of thing more than anything <coughs> that's all i want to do so yeah it literally be the back of a gore-tex jacket essentially trapezium. like a wooden dpm jacket trapezium i was going to go down the rows of dodecahedron but i thought no yeah, that's 12, I think. That's 12. That's many, <laughs> many, many sides. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my thinking, anyhow. Just something that's not... And then I can just roll that up, cut a little tie-off points just to keep it neat. But we'll see. Yeah. 
Stephen it took White me two years to put a zip on it. So. <laughs> Stephen White said, "Is all that extra space at the top of the Brit Vivi intended for stowing a Bergen?" Then I don't know, mate. I don't think it's big enough for that, no. but it is oversized. You know I mean, it's, it was an oversized the back bit of it. You, you imagine like a mummy sleeping bag, uh, the mummy shaped sleeping bag, the, the on the bivy the, itself. I've got a picture of it laid out flat. I'll, I'll, I'll put a picture on our Facebook and you'll see what I mean. But it's genuinely like if I lay down with it, like lay perfectly flat on the floor, I've probably got that much material. I've probably got a good foot either side of my head of the, of like the bivy itself, which seems like a bit of a waste, really. But yeah, I guess I could flip it upside down and use that oversized bit as the canopy and have a short bit to sleep in. But I can see myself coming out of that a little bit. It's not just not quite enough material. You don't want to slip out. No, you don't want to slip out. It's the worst thing. No, I don't want to slip out. Mm-mm. Once I'm in, I'm staying in. Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> yeah. So where that text is on the base plate there, where your head would be on the base of the bivy, either side of that, that's a big oversized area. Um, and you can obviously, that is drawstring as well, so you can cinch it in nice and tight at the top. I never do because it's it comes with that poxy, it's not got anything elasticated in it or paracord, it's that other material. It's like um, like toggle material you get in a hoodie and it doesn't really do a very good job of cinching up very well. So a lot of people change that. I, I never even use that. I just leave it wide open. I don't even bother cinching it up. There's no point. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about adding a bit of material where it's sort of gathered at the front edge there, as a, as the canopy, and obviously then just at the foot end, just putting a couple of little eyelets on each corner, just to act as um, an anchor point for for pegging it out and just keeping it taut, sort of thing. Would you get? I like, think it's uh, definitely achievable. It's definitely doable. It's a very very simple thing to do. Yeah. Would you, you get like a four pole? I'll just use a couple of basher poles, mate. Yeah. I've already got them. And just uh, that would just be an additional thing. It'd just be an element. It, it literally, essentially the Oh, actually, no, I'd have to put, I'd have to eye out, I'd have to put an eyelet at the foot end on each side, and I'd have to put an eyelet at the shoulder ends each side to keep the base mm, yeah. ground pegged out. So four pegs for the base, and then another two once the, once the canopy bits up, just to hold them two poles out taut. So it'd be six pegs in total, same as a basher. So you'd have, you'd already have the pegs on you, you'd already have the basher poles on you, um... <clears throat> So yeah, it, it's, no, it's no the only additional things you're going to be carrying, which are going to be stitched to the bivy, is the six contact points for the two poles and the four pegs. Mm-hmm. All right. So I shall be doing that. I think I will do that. Yes, I think I've got some spare webbing. Kevin recommends well. the snug pack on a sphere. Um, it's good, but not enough room for a bergen inside. Yeah, I'm not overly fussed about the bergen. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just put a cover on it and leave it outside. Nine, nine, nine times out of ten, if I'm, even if I'm using my basher, I use a Bergen as a windbreak anyhow, and that usually get that's yeah. usually gets hammered yeah. by rain because it's at my head end facing out, or I have my pouches facing out, and the back of it where the strapping is that faces out. Just so if I, if I need to get to any of the pockets on the outside of the bag, I can. Or whilst I'm mm. still under the basher, but it's you know like I said it's, uh, there's a waterproof cover over it, so you know no dramas. You know it soon dries out. You know running out for the weekend, you're not out there for weeks either, so it don't matter. It depends where you are as well. I mean, if you're in the woods and stuff like that, it's a lot more sheltered than if you're if you're yeah, in the middle of Dartmoor. Sure. I could see potentially having something to cover your bag would be quite helpful because um, obviously you're a lot more exposed at that point. Mm, um, mm. But I mean, if you're not you're not necessarily needing to be in a super camouflaged bivy bag on the middle of Dartmoor, you can probably get away no, with yeah. like a banshee Van Gogh tent or something like that because. You know, something well, they the, use for wild camping, which you can actually put your stuff in. The Dutch yeah. army do a hoops. 
a hooped bivvy bag, don't they? If you can get hold of one, um, they are like rocking or shit to get hold yeah. of. I'm seeing. Uh, I can't remember who put a comment I in the chat seen about one for a while. Uh, they, they're, if you look from on eBay, they're they're, they're often known as as a special forces SAS bivvy bag or one man tent shelter. Mm. For some reason, everyone seems to think they're, they're only the SAS ever use them, and it's just a Dutch Army issue bivvy bag, um, which is quite cool because it comes with a couple of hoops in it, um, and they are wicked. Um, there's a yeah, guy called which is what uh, you're basically oh, making. I mean, if you if if people wanted more information on bivvy bags, there's a guy called Simon, a bloke in the woods on YouTube, and he does an episode mm, completely dedicated yeah, to bivvy bags. Um, and swag bags and stuff like that all for bushcrafting or like one man like trekking camping and stuff like that and he covers a, a vast arrangement of um of bivvies that he's got he's, I mean, he's got loads of kit he does loads of good videos and it highly recommend him can't vouch yeah. specifically for this website but uh on forces uniform and kit they apparently have super grade grade one distressed dutch army gore-tex camo military hooped bivvy bags so how much is it how much how much is the um issued like not super grade like two down from super grade out of stock Oh, is that, so they're completely out of stock on everything? Well, Distressed is uh, 70 quid, but that's out of stock. I mean, they've apparently got super grade ones. Okay, there you go. Then. See, like I said, or you can get a normal British Army issue one for about 35 quid, but it ain't got a hoop in it. So thirty-five. let's say 35 quid. Let's say 40 quid for a bivvy bag, standard one. Tenner for a zip, 50 quid. You're probably looking at 15 quid at a tailor to get a zip put on there. So you're looking at 65 quid for a... A, a, a normal British Army bivvy bag made with a zip on the side. So, up to you. I think my Ratnik <laughs> one was about that. Mm. Was it really? What, 75 quid? About Blimey, like, that's cheap. Like that. yeah, I think it might have been 80, 85. I spent a lot more out on mine. Yeah, well, yours has probably come is... from. Uh, mine's coming from. Conflict. Yeah, mine's coming from Ukraine. <laughs> Direct. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. Have to wash it when you get it. Um, well, it's, yeah, as long as it doesn't come filled, I'm all right. <laughs> Big old Richard the Third uh, laying in there for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, a UK Special Forces hoop bivy bag is different to the Dutch one. Is it? Ooh, what, what's different about um, it then? James C says the rocking horse shit and not in the best condition these days. They look very similar to the Special Forces ones. Mm. Ah. See, what's uh, the difference between the SF one and the other I don't know. Les says I've got issued one of those and they are shit with no room. Thanks, Les. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was on the um, balcony. <laughs> it was on the balcony. <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. Why am I so silly? Terry yes. hasn't jumped in with his his tent recommendations or bivvy bag recommendations. Um. This was just, no, is it? Terry's issued tent was just a white canvas one, wasn't it? And That's he used what to I was like going to say. Lines of hundreds of them with like a cauldron at the front. He used to boil like a rabbit body in or something. <laughs> <laughs> whilst he was cast, whilst he was casting some ball bearings to put in his musket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. The UK one next has week? no zip. The front flaps down, and you crawl out. Oh, the UK one sounds shitter than the Dutch one. Then that just sounds like a that just sounds like more yeah, of a ball like than getting in a normal bivy bag. The front flaps down. Almost sounds out. like the nofo system. It's got to be a zip. Yeah. So it's a zipped front <laughs> rather than a zipped side of the UK SF one. So you can so essentially it's just a bivy bag with a zipped head bit. 
<coughs> yeah. Like that Corinthia looking one, similar to that. Just without the zip. Mm. Uh, Dutch one has a side zip and you have much easier time getting in and out of it. Uh, Dutch one's better than UKSF one's shit. Not I've even seen one, but didn't even know they made one. <laughs> That's how SF they are. There's our SF. Um, right, next week we have on the show uh, Stu from Stu. One Legion and Patrol Base. Yep. Um, Wicked. Okay. Parade Grounds. Is it Parade Grounds? They run as well? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what are you whispering on about there, sir? He has a, he has a site as well, doesn't he? he oh, does he? Site. Yeah. Nice, nice, Parade nice. Parade Grounds. Is it Parade Grounds? The one with the bridge. It's got a bridge. I know that much. The bridge grounds. Cool. So if you've I've got any bridge-related questions, <laughs> yeah, um, bridges. Yes, or, yes, or one legion, or, one legion, patrol base. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give us a shout. Put some questions in the uh, chat. You can either do so bottom of this video, uh, or you can attach them to our social media, and you can do that by getting in touch with us on our email at nofochat.hotmail.com our Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore nofo or on our website novemberfoxtrot.co.uk um, if anyone's interested as well we obviously still have our um, only, uh, I was going to say our OnlyFans buy me a coffee um, we definitely don't have an OnlyFans it's buy me a coffee um, we are looking to make the buy me a coffee membership a little bit more enticing if anyone has any ideas of things that we could add to that um as member-only content, um, perhaps but, just just give uh, us a shout. Uh, if anyone has any ideas, Lance dressing up it's as always... a Babushka doll, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Babushka, Babushka it's a outfit for um, for Red Tide, man. It's all wrong. Don't hate the player, hate the game, man. <laughs> Yeah, so next week we'll be back at Wednesday. Oh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't know what to do. He's lost it. Three weeks off. I, I'm feeling him. progressively more <laughs> ill. I'm not going to lie. I'm still struggling a little bit. Um, thanks everyone for joining us. Bye, Andy. Uh, Andy's gone completely. <laughs> we obviously didn't get around to the specialist meal sim rolls. Um, we're going to. But we had a bloody good time, video. didn't we, boys and girls? We did. <laughs> didn't we? Just we'll do that. We'll do that as a separate <clears throat> video. Um, we obviously kind of covered the the recon. Uh, recce aspect um, recon we, we will talk about beat you um, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll come back to your point in a second Rage. Um, yeah so the um, we'll, we'll do that as a separate um, video probably in a couple of weeks time um, Rage says well I think it's great that you're doing the buy me a coffee thing don't put content behind a paywall not everyone can afford to do it so the idea with the, the uh, sort of members only content is that you get it early um, as opposed to Sorry. not at all, if that makes sense. Hi, Andy. My laptop Hi, Andy. is not charged. <laughs> it just went, nope. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we're not going to be setting it up as a, you know, you have to pay to engage with NoFo. Um, that's that's not how we run it. Um, no, absolutely it's just, not. We're just trying to it's find ways enough of as it is. And, yeah, we don't like asking <laughs> for money anyway. This <laughs> is really shit, to be honest with you. Um but it's just finding ways to try and get people to engage. If anyone's got any ideas of how we can make that more attractive, let us know. Um, just buying people shit for having given us money is counterproductive because we we would end up spending more money giving you the stuff than you'd be giving us. Um, mm. So that's Which why we need daft. to come up with some... It's yeah, a big learning curve just, for us because it's not something that we is. particularly 
wants to do it's more of a, uh, a yeah. necessity side of it so we are learning as we go along and obviously you don't want to upset you guys so yeah, yeah i mean otherwise andy's gonna have to go around go around oh, them, but, uh, gonna have to go. national airsoft <laughs> festival drafters pigeon lady asking for tips yeah, <laughs> yeah asking for tits or tips i can't go tips. around asking i'll for be tips. out in the, i'll be out in the woods again I'll, I'll no longer be able to afford to, to light or heat the castle so i'll have to resort to the grounds <laughs> boo hoo <laughs> oh um i think that, oh no i was going to tell one last story um so oh yeah gout uh, I, I and um there was yeah. one other <clears throat> i can't remember the other one now um i suffer with gout uh i occasionally tend to get a, a gout attack once a year um uh, for anyone that's suffered with gout it's horrible it's usually caused by uh for me not drinking enough water so if I if I don't drink enough water, um, crystals of uric acid basically form in the joints in my foot uh, and make that incredibly painful. And I take something called uh, colchicine, um, which is a sort of a tablet that helps metabolize that those crystals and break that down and gets it gets it out of your system. Um, mm-hmm. So I contact the doctors because I've run out of these colchicine tablets, and I was like, look, can I have like a batch of them? Because it'd be quite helpful. I don't have to ring you up when I have an attack. I can just take this. I know how to take the medication without overdosing. And they went, oh, no, no, no. We can't give you too many of them because we don't. We worry about you overdosing. So they they, they said, oh, we can give you a maximum of six days, two tablets a day. So that's 12 tablets. Yeah. I've got my yeah. prescription today for 50 tablets. So Quick maths. Goodness alone knows who, who <laughs> thought, oh, what, what could we possibly do? Um, to you know, to make 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 sure he doesn't overdose, give him three or four times the amount of tablets that he actually needs. So, well done, thank you. Great. I mean, it yeah. saves me prescriptions, which is good. Nice one, doctors. You're best. I love yeah. you. <laughs> uh, Ray says, "Could you not kill your parents for the inheritance?" Could absolutely do that. That is an option. Uh, we'll put that one on the list. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. one to go for the brainstorming session. Option three. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, bump that to option two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, guys, it's time to go. Say goodbye. Oh, oh I promised oh. Kenny we'd be doing a three-hour session. He's bought extra pizza. Well, three hours. The bastard. Hours, but if you like, I had to have haddock and rice, which was delicious. By the way, I must admit, I do like haddock. I like haddock. This? <clears throat> this is my haddock song. You ready? One, two, this three. Is my I song. like haddock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. It's him with his stupid it's him with his buttons. <laughs> we'll say goodbye. We'll see you all next week. Have a good week. Bye bye, everybody. Stay, Stay no foe. Stay no Ciao. Yes. Ciao, Bella. <laughs>